Welcome to the Everything Coworking Podcast, where every week I keep you updated on the latest trends and how-tos in coworking. I owned and operated coworking spaces for eight years and then served as the executive director of the Global Workspace Association for five years. And today I work with hundreds of operators and community managers every month, allowing me to bring you thought-provoking operator case studies and inspirational interviews with industry thought leaders to help you confidently stay on top of what's important and what you can apply to your own role in the coworking industry. Welcome to the Everything Coworking Podcast. This is your host, Jamie Russo. Hey, did you know this is episode number 337? Is that crazy? We stopped putting episode numbers on the episodes because I was constantly rearranging the order, which would cause problems with the numbering. So we don't really say it out loud. You can see it in your podcast player, but holy cow, crazy. We've been doing this podcast since 2016. I think it was 2016, maybe 2015. Wild. So I'm recording this after a an amazing community manager university call. We do training calls the first month of every or the first week of every month. And then we do QA calls the middle week of every month. QA best practice. We have a Slack group that's really active, but nothing like getting onto a Zoom call and working through questions live with other community managers or operators. If you're in our operator membership, it was an awesome call. It was really fun. Lots of good participation, lots of good questions. We solved some world problems. So anyway, if you've been thinking about putting your community manager in our program, now is the time. We're actually doing sales training for our community managers in March. In February, we produced a playbook for planning events for the whole year with lots of templates and examples for member events. Fantastic with live training to go along with it. And of course, it's all recorded so you get access to it. So, okay, here's what we're going to talk about today, creating urgency. We are going to talk about creating urgency that will drive purchases or member signups. This is inspired by the annual Container Stores 30% off Alpha Sale. Have If you aren't familiar with the Container Store, it's for organizing everything you could possibly imagine. It's like my most favorite store. I used to live pretty close to the really big one in downtown Chicago, and it's one of my favorite places. And they, I didn't have one very close to where I live now. They just opened a new one, and it, it's like really quiet in there. There's no mojo. It's like a co-working space with no members. And I asked them about that, and they said they make a lot of their money on their custom shelving solutions, which is really what the Alpha Sale is all about. So I'm going to explain how this retail strategy can be applied to co-working spaces. The My initial thought about this was for founding member campaigns. So for those of you opening start co-working spaces, you are thinking about how do I open my space? How do I get pre-sales done? But we came up with a bunch of additional ways to apply this. It's And I think this is a fun conversation because not everything that's done in the marketing world that works really well for other products applies very well to co-working. So I like to tackle these harder questions. Okay, let's talk about the alpha sale. 
So I did not even know that this happened once a year. We have a cabin in ski tents, mountain town, I should call it. And we do a lot of skiing. So we have just stuff everywhere. We have paddle boards, we have skis, we have boots, we have hats, we have lots of stuff. So, and I hate having stuff all over the place. And the idea is that we'll also rent the house to others once we get our license. So where are we going to put all the stuff so it's not in the way when we have, you know, people come and we have to get some of our personal stuff out of the way, et cetera. So I needed some storage solutions. So we have some friends who have this great alpha system. We actually had alpha in our place in Chicago when we lived there. So I, we had done a closet. So I was kind of, you know, familiar with it in terms of custom work. And we had some friends here who did some garage, like a garage, a system in their garage for all their ski stuff and outdoor stuff. So I was like, Oh, I want that. And they were like, Hey, Alpha has their big sale, you know, in January every year. So you want to do that now. So I was like, okay, I'm on it. So I took some measurements and some photos and I went to the Alpha store near me. I made an appointment. I went in and I got somebody who was brand new because the store had just opened. And I was a little bit bummed because I thought, oh, I'm going to get somebody super pro who can just nail this for me. And I was there for like an hour and a half and I dragged my daughter along and she had her finger knitting blanket in the corner and was not very happy that it was taking so long. So I didn't finish everything I needed to finish. I went home with like a draft. And of course, while I was in the store, I saw some new ideas. Anyway, there's a point to this, I promise. So I leave without actually placing an order and I show this to my husband and my husband's like, well, we'll add a bunch of questions. Where are we going to put the bikes? I don't think we want to put this here. He got a little bit involved. He does not usually get involved in these details. Then we had to figure out like, okay, how are we going to collaborate on this and make this work? And he's like, I think we need more measurements and you know, we need to figure some things out. And of course, then we're not in the house because it's not our primary house. So we had to wait till somebody, one of us went there again and took more measurements and more photos and it was just giant back and forth. And then in the middle of it, we've got a lot of stuff going on. It's gymnastic season. So we have meets every weekend if we're not skiing. And then I've been super busy at work. We had a funding class last week. So I was working, spent a lot of time prepping for that. It was amazing. Thank you for everybody who came live. It was really fun. We had a great group that showed up and asked some great questions. We also just did a full update of the second half of our co-working startup school course. So I just really gave myself some hard deadlines and was really focused on that. But this deadline, I knew the sale was over on February 19th. And so it was like lingering in my head that, okay, when I get done with the class update and when I get done with the funding class, which was on the 15th, then I'll have a little bit of time to figure it out. And then, I don't know, some other things happened. We had friends in town that were staying with us. And I basically didn't do anything else with it. And I, in the back of my head, I was like, this is so interesting, like from a sales perspective, because we teach, we teach sales in our community manager program. And we teach that you should follow up with leads, right? Here's a system that you can use. Here's a series of emails. So they clearly knew that I was interested and had not bought anything. I had a whole design for two different storage solutions that were hundreds of dollars. So this is not like a minor purchase. And they had not done any follow-up. I got like one email about it. 
And so I thought that was interesting because I expected sort of this like countdown. I even had to like do some Googling to figure out when the heck the sale ended. They don't make it super clear, but I figured out that it was the 19th. So even on the 19th, our power went out and something else happened. I think I had a headache and I was like, I can't deal with this today. And then I came back, we went snowshoeing. I came back and power's back on. And I had a voicemail from the store and it was the manager. And she was like, sale ends today. Let's knock this out. Give me a call. And I was like, darn it. So at like four o'clock the day the sale ended, I call her. She's with a client. She calls me back and she was the manager. And so she was super pro at doing all the things. I also want to say one thing that was sort of struck me also about her was she just made like an immediate connection. She knew this was for a place where we needed to store skis and stuff. And she was going skiing next weekend. And so I was like, oh, she totally gets it. Cause I had some questions for her. Like, do I have the right size shelving to store, put the ski boots on? And do I care if the ski boots drip on each other? <laughs> you know, I was just trying to like think through how this was going to work. And she just built immediately immediate credibility with her. And that was one of the reasons why I placed the order because I trusted her recommendations and I trusted that she understood my problem and could match me with the right solution. That's super important in sales. So make sure you and your team really come across that way in your interactions with your clients because or potential members. You want to make them feel confident. So anyway, what does this have to do with co-working? Okay. So 30% off is a pretty big discount if you're buying hundreds of dollars worth of shelving. I spent over $1,000 for sure. So it was going to make a big difference. I actually ended up doing three different systems and and I knew it ended that day and I could not get that 30% until next year. And even though I had all this stuff going on, and they didn't really project. I'm always like, you have to project manage your potential members. They're busy, right? What I just described to you is what happens to your potential co-working members who ghost you. They have crafts going on in their personal life, in their work life, and they just put you further down on the list and they don't make a decision. So basically my husband was like, you know, okay, we're going to lose the 30% and we're just going to have to be okay with that. And we're not going to get this done right now. And one of the things that made me call her back is I really did not want to miss that 30%. And also I was really like craving that deadline because our garage has been a complete disaster for a very long time. And I actually did a wall for our home garage too. And that thing has been a disaster for years and years and years. And I, there's no like compelling, I mean, I'm compelled because I hate the mess, but there's no deadline. And so we just don't get to it. You know, I'd rather spend my time doing a million other things than dealing with organizing the garage. So I was like really craving this deadline, even though at any point I could still get this done and I wouldn't have the 30%. But the, so the, the, like this deadline that was created along with this great deal, four o'clock on the deadline day, I'm calling this lady and she's knocking this out and she takes my credit card and we're done. Okay, so what does this have to do with co-working? I think there's a real opportunity for co-working operators to create urgency because that's what this is, right? There's no scarcity here. I know the elf is always going to be there, but the urgency is I can't get 30% off again until next year at the same time. And I know I'm not going to have the accountability to get it done if I don't get it done now. So this urgency is sort of like really compelling. 
So you want to create this occasionally in your business. Now, I don't like doing discounts. I think you have to be very careful with discounting product. Your members, like your existing members will see that. Hey there, I am interrupting this for just a second. Speaking of specials, we are going to issue a very special offer that we've never done before on Monday, March 4th. So if you're listening to this the week before, make a little note in your calendar, you need to be on our email list to get this deal. We are going to offer a very, very special way to get into our Community Manager University for the month of April, which is Google Business Month in Community Manager University. Monday, March 4th happens to be my birthday, so I'm using it as an excuse to get some community managers into the program that have been a little bit on the fence and just haven't made the decisions yet. decision yet. So if you want to get in front of our special offer, which is only going to be available on Monday, March 4th, make sure you're on our email list. If you're already on it, you're in good shape. Just make sure you check your email on Monday. If you're not already on it, go to everythingcoworking.com, scroll to the bottom, and subscribe. And then make sure you also check your email inbox on Monday, March 4th for our special offer. Okay, back to the episode. But if you do it, like what I love about Alpha is like, well, I can buy Alpha in July, and I know that my friend down the street got their alpha for 30% off in January, but I'm not mad because I knew about it and I know it happens once a year. It's not random. So I think you have to be di- very careful about random discounts that feel like, like, I don't love the flash sale that's like, you know, hey, I know you paid full price last week, but I just, I need more revenue. So I'm going to do a flash sale today. I like reason, you know, a sale, a discount that has a reason behind it that is sort of justifiable and maybe even a little bit predictable so that your long-term members don't get frustrated that that they don't get access to that because you're not going to apply these discounts to your current members, right? They're only for new members. So you want to be careful about this. And again, don't discount the things you don't need to discount like private offices. So, okay. Why does, first let's talk about why does urgency work so well? I talked about like so it taps into our psychological need to act when we perceive something as limited or exclusive. The urgency that we feel leads to quicker decision-making and ultimately action. So this same principle can be used for co-working spaces, spaces, especially when opening new locations. But let's talk about some ways to apply this for those of you who don't have new locations. So we know that this is just like, The way the human brain, the human brain responds when you force a decision. If you don't force something, we're going to sit on something and we're not going to decide and we're not going to spend, we're not pulling out our credit card to buy a whole bunch of alpha storage or to buy that co-working membership. So here's the other thing I want to mention. Your offices in your co-working space, if they're not selling, then there's probably something else going on there. They're not the right size. They're not the right price. Like, so you could test a sale, I suppose, to figure out the pricing issue. You're not marketing to the right place. You're not spending on Google ads. You're not getting enough leads into your funnel, but people need offices. So your offices, if you've done all the work, like our co-working startup school framework, for example, to really validate 
your location, validate your product mix, your sizes, et cetera. Your office should be product that you should have a waiting list for your offices after roughly 18 months ish. But here's the thing. The rest of your memberships are pretty discretionary, right? We don't need a dedicated desk. We don't need a flex membership or a hot desk or community membership or whatever you're naming that membership. Um, we might need meeting rooms. Um, we might need a mailing address, but we might also be putting off our mailing address. Um, meeting rooms is probably a different category, but I like this approach to sell meeting room packages. So let's talk about that in a second. So I think we don't really need to create urgency around a product that people need, like the office. And they're going to make a decision about that because it's usually kind of time sensitive. So my alpha example where yeah, I could do it in July doesn't really apply to that. The co-working membership or the dedicated desk, though, I think are great examples. Okay. In the back of my mind, I think, you know what? I'd be way better off if I would just join a co-working space. I'd meet people. I'd have better mojo. I'd be in a better mood. I'd have better balance. I'd, you know, wear the outfits in my closet. I'd get more done. All the reasons that you know people should join a co-working space, those are like these lingering feelings in the back of their mind, sort of like I was having with my garage spaces. Like I'd feel much better if that was done, but I have a million other things that are more important or different, you know, ways to spend my money today that are keeping me from doing the, you know, the thing that that you want me to do. So we need to create some sense of urgency. We need to create a deadline to force people to make those decisions occasionally. So can you do this a few times a year, right? So if you're getting leads into your funnel that are interested, they might be on your newsletter, they might be following you on social, they are aware of you already and they're considering you as a solution. They're aware of the benefits of joining, but they just aren't pulling the trigger. They just aren't making it happen. They aren't making the commitment. So how can we help them make a commitment? Okay, here are some examples. Kim Lee at Ford, she's one of our co-working coaches inside of our startup school. She does a BOGO every year for the summer. And she does this for a few reasons. She, I think she has a lot of teachers that want a place to work for the summer. And so she does a buy one, get one. She retains some of those members, but everybody who's on our mailing list knows she does this. You should get on her mailing list, does this every year. I think she runs the promo in like end of May, June and runs it for July and August are the BOGO months. And you have to sign up for a specific deadline. She's got an email series that she runs that leads up to that deadline with a bunch of reminders at the end, which I think is really important. You don't want people to not know this is happening and you have to stalk them a little bit. You should feel uncomfortable sending the number of emails that you send in order to get people to put aside whatever else they're doing and make this decision. You got to get in front of them and you got to be the squeaky wheel, the squeaky wheel. I think so. <laughs> I think that's the phrase. So you, you should feel uncomfortable about how many times you're emailing someone, but guess what? You can set this up in your email system and you have to do it right. I actually screwed up our automation for the, a huge shout out to Sunny Goodall who pointed out that my automation had a flaw in it for the funding class last week. But MailChimp, Active Campaign, HubSpot, you can set up these automations to send those emails for you. You have to write them, but you can schedule them to go out. So you don't actually have to manually hit send and feel awkward about sending them. But you have to make sure you kind of stalk people and give them that deadline. And then there you cannot 
make exceptions after the deadline. They got to buy the, by the deadline and everybody knows you're doing this every year. So I love the BOGO for the summer is a great way for existing operators to create that holiday specials. So do something seasonal. If you lose a bunch of members and, you know, Thanksgiving or December, sorry, November, December, or you, people just aren't making decisions during that time period, right? Because there's too many other decisions to make. We're, you know, dealing with holiday travel. We're dealing with gift buying. We're dealing with end of the year stuff with their businesses. And so people just are not making decisions about co-working oftentimes. So how do you get them to make a decision when that's not their priority? Give them a deal and a deadline. So create some offer for joining, you know, join by the end of November. We're not going to charge you for December. You're starting January 1st. So get maybe you're throwing in December for free. Maybe you're giving a deal for January if they join and sign up. You want to take a deposit. So don't let them get in without putting their credit card in your system. But capitalize on the fact that they know that they want to join in January. They want New Year, New You to be happening. But they aren't going to make a decision if you don't give them a reason. So run a holiday special. You could do this for the summer. You could do it for any holiday president's week. So we just, <laughs> we had to replace some cushions on our patio furniture and the patio place was having a president's day sale. They're just using that as an excuse to create urgency and to email people, right? So, so all the folks that are in your inbox around president's day or what's coming up, we just had Valentine's day, you know, spring fever. Well, you name it, somebody will come up with a reason to Put a deal on it to create urgency and to have a reason to stalk you in your inbox or on social media. Okay, this one, I love this idea, referral programs. Okay, how can we put some urgency on referral programs? Some people have really good luck with these. I think the challenge is that referral programs require constant reminders. So people will tell their friends, but it's not top of mind to tell their friends about their co-working space. So you have to find a way to remind them constantly, which can be kind of annoying and you can only do it so often. And also there's no urgency around it, right? Like unless you happen to see a friend and tell them once you got reminded by the community manager, maybe you think to tell them at the next, you know, gathering you're at, but you're not, most of our members are not right taking any sort of real clear initiative around sending emails, et cetera, to help with a referral program. But so that being said, lots of co-working spaces get good referrals, really good spaces get good referrals, but I think they could be higher with some urgency. So what if you have a membership drive once a year or twice a year and you really go after it and you offer a really big perk for your existing members for referring new members and you give them social media posts, you give them email template text, you give them text text that they can forward to their friends and you give them some really compelling perk. And I don't even think this is a discount, frankly. I think most people are writing this off as a business expense or their company's paying for it. And it's just not that motivating to get a discount because mentally they've, they've written it off, right? Like it's an expense that they have and getting a hundred bucks off of their membership for next month is not that sexy to them. But if you give them something tangible or give them a gift card to go out to lunch somewhere local, like some little treat that they haven't already mentally accounted for, it does not have to be expensive, 
It could literally be, you know, 25 bucks for lunch, but it's something that like mentally is a gift to them versus I've already written this off as an expense, you know? So do a drive and make it urgent in that there's a deadline. So maybe it's for Valentine's day, right? Like show your love for your co-working space. We're doing a membership drive. You have one week to get as many referrals as you can get. And this is, you know, what you get for every single referral. And we're going to hit you every day with an email, with another idea that you can do to spread the word. So just an example, but something like that. And I think that can win because there's urgency, there's a time frame, and you only get the perk if you do it this week. So it just makes it really top of mind for a short time frame for your members. Okay, prepaying discounts. I kind of love this. This would be another promotion to run in December. Some companies have had a good year and they want expenses to write off to reduce their tax liability. So they want to prepay the next year of membership. We used to have member, not a lot, but we, because we didn't offer it, but we had people approach us and ask to do it. So you could do this in exchange for a discount. I don't think you need a discount because they're already getting the tax benefit, but you could run some sort of promo. Maybe you give extra meeting room hours or the lunch gift card. <laughs> I'm telling you those little perks, like that people, mental accounting is really funny, right? Like people don't mind paying for office space, but maybe they, you know, don't go out to lunch very often. I'm totally like that. I do not pay for lunch unless I'm traveling. I pack my lunch. So if somebody gave me a gift card to take myself out to lunch or go with a friend from the co-working space, that would feel like a real treat for me. The human brain is mysterious, isn't it? Okay. I also love sort of the, the bundle or the package deal and create some urgency around this. So we have this come up in our community manager group a lot, how to sell more meeting rooms. So people will observe like, oh, these folks seem to, you know, they just booked for two days. This just came up the other day. We had folks in our meeting room all day long for two days. That was amazing. How do we get them to do more of that? So if you have users who, you know, might be booking elsewhere or might not think to book with you, of course, you should get them on your newsletter and make sure they're thinking of you. But what if you have a couple times a year where people can buy meeting room packages at a really awesome discount. And you're getting way more meeting room business than you ever would have if you didn't offer this deal. It's for a very brief period of time. You do it every year. People start to expect it and people load up on their meeting room hours. They're only good for you know one year. They expire. So you don't have people kind of sitting on meeting rooms forever. So they get a really good incentive to buy a bunch of meeting room hours all at once. And then you've got yourself like a really great repeat member. So something like that. I love again, anything sort of seasonal promotions. One thing I would mention here, we talk about this a lot in our operator membership and our community manager membership is things that don't sell well, like a dedicated desk. So one way to test, like, is this thing ever going to work is to do some sort of really deep promotion on it because you're we assume there's some price elasticity here. Like, yes, you could sell that product if you were willing to sell it for X. So do a deal on it. Take your dedicated desks and do a significant deal on them for new members only. And just put that language everywhere. This is for new members only. People understand that. And don't discount the desk forever, 
but discount it for, you know, your first month is free or your first three months are 50% off or something like that. Again, don't do it for offices, but this, and, and it's only good for the next week. You have to really time cap anything that you do that will also reduce the anger from your <laughs> current members. Like, look, you got to act fast and it's for a specific amount of time. It's for new members only. And it's not a forever discount. It's not a price change. It's a little test to see, can I get people through the door if I really provide a really good discount on this? Now let's talk about founding member deals. So when you open a co-working space, you should hope at a minimum to pre-sell 20% of your space. So we just updated our co-working startup school course. And one of the big updates we put in here, we'd always had a like a section on pre-selling. We have created a full guide out of pre-sell your co-working memberships. So we have what to expect, a timeline, all the activities, founding member offer ideas, pre-sale email templates, how to host hard hat tours step-by-step, how to set up a landing page to capture emails, sample pre-launch emails, landing page examples, um, literal examples from co-working spaces that have done an amazing job pre-launching, sample Instagram posts, you name it, we got it in our guide. So we're focusing really heavily on how helping people step-by-step pre-sell their co-working memberships because it's so important when you're first opening to make sure that you open your doors with recurring revenue and you're getting closer to breaking even, you know, on your expenses. You may not pay back your startup costs for a long time, but we're really trying to get you to cash flow break even, covering all your expenses so that you can start to pay yourself and to not be using up working capital. So we're heavily focused on that. So that is in our new version of our co-working startup school. If anyone's listening and you've bought a previous version of our co-working startup school, we're about to send out your access to the updated version because you get access to the updated version. If you don't get an email from us and you want that access because you have not opened yet, then let us know for sure. So absolutely, we can use this for a founding member campaign. So you want to create offers that have a time cap on them that are believable and that get folks to make a decision because it's challenging to pre-sell a completely open space, right? So hard hat tours, it is not very believable that there's scarcity. So you have to create some urgency by by putting in place some deals that people have to say yes or no to, and they never get access to those deals again. And that is how you're going to get people to commit right away. And you're going to leverage certain things that you can create scarcity around, like we're only offering this amazing deal to the first 10 FlexSpace members, or we have um, a deal on interior offices for the first five people that sign. Don't be giving deals on your corner offices with windows. You know what I'm saying? Those are going to go. Those have built-in scarcity and built-in urgency because you only have so many of them. So when you sell, you don't have to do a promotion on that. You create urgency through scarcity on those. We have four corner offices with amazing window lines. 
So you should buy this week because we don't think they're going to last any longer than that. We're going to create a waiting list after that. Or, you know, we only have X number of exterior offices. You're going to build in that urgency that is naturally occurring in those products that people really want and are going to buy first. You're going to sell your exterior offices first, your interior offices and your open space memberships. There's no urgency on those naturally as part of the selling process until they're full, right? So you want to create that urgency by creating incentives. And it doesn't always have to be a discount. You want to be careful not to attract people that cannot pay your rates over time. If once those deals or discounts go away, I love bonuses, right? So for the next five people, 10 people that sign up for this deal, we're adding on X number of meeting room hours, or you're getting address, you know, deluxe address service for the first year, or, you know, you're getting your third month free when you sign up for, you know, three months, that kind of thing. So you're getting cash flow in right away. You're sure you're getting people who can pay your rights. You're giving some bonuses. Maybe you throw in bonuses for other services that you'd like to offer, like virtual support. We just had one of our community managers and I'm going to get him on the podcast. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> they created a business in a box that they market to new members. So you could do something with that. You could do a little, you could do, how about a free headshot? Because you know, you're going to have a headshot day. So you pay for the headshot or you could do lots of bonuses. And we have lots of ideas for those in our startup school guide. So if you are a pre-launch operator, that is one more reason to join the startup school is that that is all laid out for you. But if you're opening and you have endless space, you have to create urgency around it. And we are as humans kind of wired to want to take advantage of something that's going to go away. So you have to just figure out how to create that framework. Okay. So hopefully this has been helpful. Some ideas for operators that are already open, some ideas for operators that are launching around creating urgency. One other quick note here, we just talked about this on our community manager call as well, too. This is, these tactics are, you cannot execute them if you don't have an email list. So you want to be building your email list. And I think it's hard for operators to wrap their head around sometimes like, why do I need to have a newsletter? Why do I have a, need to have an email list? And I would love to do an episode about that. I have some folks in mind that I'd like to get on as guests because they monetize those lists really well. But if you're not building an email list, you cannot email people with your urgency deals. Again, they don't have to be discounts. They might be bonuses, but you can't tell them about it unless they're on your email list. So you want to be capturing emails all the time. And you want to be, you want to have a marketing newsletter. We have training on all of that in our community manager university. If you want to assign that as a special project to your community manager and they can get advice in our Slack group, et cetera. But it's something you want to set up so that you can take advantage of this because you aren't, you don't, you're not talking to people who are already members unless it's to get them to buy an add-on like meeting room memberships. You want to build that email list. There's also a marketing email list that you can monetize by marketing to them. So that's a topic for another day. So hopefully that helped and get the wheels turning a little bit. If you have any urgency 
campaigns that you run that work really well. We'd love to hear about them. So drop us an email or a DM on Instagram and we will see you same time, same place next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, tell a friend, hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating and review. It makes a huge difference in helping others like you find us. If you'd like to learn more about our education and coaching programs, head over to everythingcoworking.com. We'll see you next week.